Welcome, lovely souls, to the You're Not Fuck podcast, hosted by yours truly, Alexa fucking Bremer. This is your guide to a deeper embodiment of your soul in order to create and attract a bigger, better, beautiful life that will leave you feeling so fucking fulfilled in your heart. It is time to love the fuck out of yourself. And I can't create this life for you, but I can be a guide along your journey so that you can truly and deeply enjoy your current human experience with so much joy and gratitude. Magic is in the mess. This trial and error is your best friend, baby. So let's make some motherfucking magic together. Hello, you lovely, beautiful fucking people. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you've been here before, welcome back. And if you've never been here, hope you enjoy your stay. Before I dive into what the episode is about, I just want to remind you to take a moment to check in with yourself. Are you clenching your jaw? Are your shoulders up to your ears? Are you sitting in an uncomfortable position without even realizing it? Are you holding tension in your body? Do you need to take a big deep breath or maybe 5,000? <laughs> do you need to stop and do some stretching? Do you need something in this moment that you didn't even realize? Just pause this for a minute, check in with your body, see what you need, see what your soul needs. Don't rush. This is your time right now. Doing this even five minutes a day can completely change your life. It is really, really important to come back into our bodies, which is hard because a lot of us have not felt safe for years in our bodies. And so don't feel like you're doing something wrong or that you are wrong for feeling unsafe in your body and being so stuck in your mind. That is what has happened in order for you to survive. But now you are moving from surviving to a mode of thriving. And that means that you get to come back into your body. The more you make yourself feel safe in your body, the more easier and the more ease, the more ease there is to be in your body instead of your mind. All right, let's tune in to today's funny story. It's a very short story, but I think there is a lot of gold within this um, little shitty story. That's one thing about me. If you're listening to my podcast episodes, if you know me in person, if you're a friend or family, if you're a client, we're going to be talking about shit at some point. We're going to be talking about bowel movements. I think that a lot of people shy away because they're either conditioned that it's gross, they find it embarrassing or shameful, but come on, every single fucking person poops. You would literally die if you didn't poop. Like, you can die from constipation. Every single person poops poops every animal poops shitting is just a big part of our life and i think that there's a way to bring in humor and silliness about it too so it doesn't just have to be this gross heavy weird off topic i think shitting is a beautiful fucking thing and that's what today's story is about i'm really excited for future episodes when i focus more on my gut health journey and a part of that is going to be the different bowel movements that i've gone through my entire life because holy fuck I was struggling for most of my life up until now, and I am 24, almost 25, and I didn't even understand what a solid poop was like. But anyways, I guess you do kind of need that background. Basically, I've had diarrhea my entire life and didn't know that wasn't normal until a few years ago. I thought that was just something that happened. I didn't realize that your poop was supposed to be really, really, like, solid, and yeah, 
I didn't realize that it wasn't normal to immediately have to go to the bathroom after every single time that you eat, that no one believed me that my food moved through me that fast, but it did. That's why I couldn't gain weight for a lot of years is because I would eat and it would immediately come out of me. I would immediately have to shit. And over time, especially recently, I've worked a lot. <clears throat> I've worked a lot on coming out of the fight or flight response. And I've worked a lot on healing my gut to the point that I have had some of the best poops of my fucking life recently. Like, so fucking good. But with a change in diet, a change of job, a change where I'm eating, a change of relationship, just so many changes. Um, and there's other things that my body is trying to repair right now and I haven't been able to get the best sleep. Um, I've just been struggling a little bit with something I never thought I would struggle with is constipation. For someone that literally shit themselves for like 24 years all the time. I can't believe that I am struggling with constipation. It is wild. Like, yes, I've had some of the best poops in my life, but I'm also not going to the bathroom regularly enough. And I have such painful bloating that it literally looks like I'm pregnant. And I'm not over-exaggerating. Like, it is insane how much I'm bloating. It is so so painful can literally feel it like squishing my other insides and like my bones and like my hips hurt and it makes my like everywhere hurt and it's just been so so fucking painful and so I recently went to the doctors to get a medication which is wild because I am a big big advocate of the natural the natural path neuropaths like all of that I'm very very against medication mostly and that's what I realized that I don't want to completely discredit because sometimes we do need help and everyone's body is different. There are some people that can go the completely holistic, natural way all the fucking time. They might have access to things that you don't have access to. They might have such as really, really good quality food, herbs and spices, a long growing season so that they can grow everything themselves. They might have financial abundance and wealth where they can invest in maybe greenhouse if they don't have a year-long uh, gardening season. They might have people in their lives who teach them different things. They might be learning from person to person instead of just books. They might have grown up that way where their parents were natural and holistic and they were taught that way. They might have grandparents. Like The point is what I'm saying is that it's not not possible for you to be like that, to be natural all the time. But don't beat yourself up if you do need help, if you do need medication once in a while, if you do need an actual doctor. That is also okay, even if you are super, super natural. Sometimes we just need things that we don't expect. Sometimes we need a little bit of extra help in ways that we don't realize. And I do believe that there is a solution or what's it called? A replacement for our all pharmaceutical drugs. I don't think they're anything that we should be taking long term or a lot of by any means. That's just my personal belief. Like zero to minimal is the ideal. But again, when I got my foot infection a few years ago, I needed something that acted very fast and very quick. And it wasn't enough just to do something natural that took time to build up in my body because I would have gotten very, very sick. I had a terrible foot infection to the point that I couldn't even fucking walk. And so that's when every once in a while I will take medication. If that's what my body needs, if that's what feels aligned with my spirit, that's what I'm going to do. 
And that is why I promote the kind of spirituality that I promote. Throwing out the motherfucking rule book. Because this is your life, this is your body. You might be someone that knows that no matter what, a pharmaceutical will never help you and you never want to take one. That's fine. And you might think that for the first 30 years of your life and then come to a point where you realize that you do need one and that's what's aligned with your soul. And that's also fine. You get to change your fucking mind at any point. We are all very different. We don't actually know what somebody else needs because we are not in their body. We're not in their intuition. We haven't lived all of their fucking parts of their lives. We might have suggestions. We might have intuitive hits. But at the end of the day, what is best for someone else is something that they will know and we don't get to decide. Which also means that nobody can decide for us what's best. You get to decide that. You get to have autonomy over what you think is best for your fucking body. And it is beautiful because you are you are your body, but you're also your spirit. You're also your heart. You're also so many different things and not just your body. And you get to utilize those things to check in with your body and to have intuition guide you. But anyways, back to my little story. So I got some medication and... I read some reviews online and it was wild, like, oh my god, like, people were saying that they were shitting themselves, like, nonstop for two days, that they were spending hours in the bathroom, that it really, really worked well and it didn't last that long to be so shitty, literally, but, um, another thing that people said was don't trust your farts because they have literally shit themselves and to make sure you have a bathroom near you, that the first few days in the week are the worst. So here we are. Yesterday, I took the medication for the first time and like I had diarrhea once and that was it. Besides that, I had a really good poop like two other times. It was great. And I was like, wow, everyone said the first few days were the absolute worst and mine are pretty good. Maybe that's because I've healed my gut a lot and I don't eat fast food and I eat really, really good non-inflammatory things. And I just thought, wow, I'm not going to have this like horrible experience to start off with. That's, that's pretty fucking cool. And then today came and I was like, Ooh, I'm feeling a little more, um, gurgly in the stomach than yesterday and I pooped like three or four times before I even made it to work and I was like oh that that should be fine I should be good to go for a little bit and then I got to work and shit like another one or two times and so much like just so much and then I was like oh god is this gonna stop I was like, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. So I'm sitting at my desk and there was a couple times I'm like, I should go to the bathroom, but I don't want to go every five minutes. Like, that's pretty excessive, even though I told my boss kind of what's going on. Like, hey, I have meds, might be in the bathroom a lot. I still didn't want to go every five minutes because you got to go up the stairs and we only have one pooping bathroom and I was just making excuses, right? And then I didn't listen to my body. And I was sitting at my desk and it felt a little gurgly and I was like, you know, I think I just got a fart. It's fine. It's totally fine. It was not fine, guys. It was not at all, in the slightest. Remember that review that I read? Like, the multiple reviews that said, don't trust if you have to fart? Yeah. Don't know why I thought that I was better than that, and I trusted that it was just a fart. And I shit my fucking pants at work. And then I proceeded to have to, well, I didn't have to, but I proceeded to go tell my boss, hey, I'm not feeling so well. I just shit my pants and I can't stop. I can't stop shitting. Not shitting my pants. That did stop, but 
yeah, I was very honest. I've only worked for this boss for like a month. And she giggled and she understood. And I just was like, I can't do this. I need to go home for the rest of the day so I can, you know, die in peace. And that's pretty much the story. It's really fucking short. I think it's hilarious as fuck. And because a lot of people are so embarrassed, they wouldn't know what to do if that happened at work, if they didn't have a change of clothes or if they live far away like I do. Like, they wouldn't know how to handle that. Like, how do you just walk up to a boss you barely know and be like, hey, I just shit my pants. I need to go home for the day. Like, and I'm going to continue to shit. Like, I have to go. This isn't just a, I can change and it's fine. This might happen like three more times today. But I want you guys to be so comfortable with yourselves that you can do things like that, that you're not embarrassed. Or maybe you're embarrassed and can do it anyways and you laugh it off. That's what I want for you guys. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. That's why I share my stories. So you know that you're human. You're not alone. We all have fucking weird stories. Like there are worse stories out there than mine. And those people are still living today. They had to live with that embarrassment. They learned through it. They laughed about it. That is something that shame doesn't like shame wants to hide shame wants to be alone it doesn't want to be exposed because that way it can grow and it can fester but when you talk about it when you bring it to the light shame can't exist anymore and something that often takes the place of shame is laughter and humor and sometimes if it's something that's really sad sometimes love compassionate unconditional love will take its place but in this story It was humor that took the place of shame. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be embarrassed about this. This is what I need. I need to go home so I can shit in peace. And I love that for myself because there is honestly a version, a past version of me that would have not been able to tell my boss that. I would have been panicking. I would have been embarrassed. Like, I can't ask to go home. Like, I'm new. What if she says no? Like, all these thoughts and fears would run through my head. I'd be embarrassed of having to go home because of it and not being able to control my bowel movements. Or I'd be embarrassed that I have to bring that up. Like, what is she going to think about me? Or what if she won't let me go home? And those didn't come to my mind. I was like, this is what I need. Like, whether she lets me or not, like, I'm going. Like, this job is not more important than what my body needs. And a lot of us have been conditioned to put others before us, whether it's friends, families, bosses, coworkers, that their needs are more important or their wants are more important. But that's not true. You get to take care of yourself no matter how small or how big. And sometimes it's terrifying. And that's why you start with the small stuff. And then you can build on that. That way, if you ever shit your pants at work, you can tell your boss with a great sense of humor and know that you get to go home because that is what you have chosen for yourself because that's what you need. One of the best things we can do for ourselves is have a sense of humor. The universe honestly has a sense of humor. God has a sense of humor. And it is so divine when we have our own deep sense of humor, especially about ourselves because those embarrassing, shameful stories or those moments aren't so embarrassing anymore. They aren't so shameful. They're funny. You get to laugh at them. You get to tell someone and laugh your fucking guts out with them. And it's so fucking great. And one of my recommendations for doing this too, if you're new to having this kind of sense of humor with yourself, is you don't have to share it with everyone either. Choose some people you know that are safe. People who are not going to judge you or make fun of you. People who often laugh with you and not at you. Choose those people to share these embarrassing, shameful stories with that can have a sense of humor. And then as you build on it, you'll have the confidence to be yourself whether the person judges you or not, whether they laugh, they laugh with you or at you. You don't have to go all fucking in right away. You get to build up the momentum. You get to start with a strong foundation. 
You get to do trial and error with people that are safe. That way, when there are those judgmental people, it doesn't cause you so much distraught. It doesn't cause you even more shame and embarrassment. Because let's be real. Don't you want to look back when you're like 90 or fucking something and realize that you have had such a fulfilling fucking life with so many laughs and giggles to the most extent that you possibly could? And part of the way of having that kind of life, in my own opinion, of course, is being able to have that sense of humor with yourself, being able to laugh at all the weird, unfortunate, fucking shitty things that have happened to you or that you've done. And sometimes when something was really painful, it might take a little bit to see the humor in it, but it doesn't mean that that it doesn't mean that it won't happen. It just might take some time. There are a lot of traumatic things that have happened to me that I think are fucking hilarious now, but I needed to deeply heal from them first. I needed to admit how much they fucking hurt me, how much fear and anxiety and sadness and grief that those traumatic events caused me. But now when I talk about them, it isn't with a sense of pain in my voice. It's with a sense of humor, with a sense of joy, because one, I wouldn't be who I am without those moments. And there are genuine moments in that traumatizing um, memory that are fucking funny now because I survived it, because I'm doing better, because it gets to be a part of my story and my growth and my beauty. It gets to be a reason that I am blooming, not a reason that I am so destroyed and distraught. Traumatic stories aren't funny if you haven't healed from them, and that's okay. Some things take time again. Like, one of the things that I think is really fucking funny is my Costa Rica story, my Costa Rica-Panama travel disaster. Fuck, that took me two years to find funny. I was so... It took me two years to even come to a little bit of peace with it because I just felt like such a big fucking idiot. And honestly, there was a lot that was so out of my control. But there was a little bit that was in my control. And I was just so naive. I was so young. I didn't have the experience. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. I was still living out of such a state of fight and flight, fight or flight and chaos and survival. And I get to laugh now because I did survive it. And I did my motherfucking best. And I'm here alive now in a safe, beautiful fucking place with a beautiful life. And I'm expanding my life even more. And I get to do that because of my travel disaster. And so not only do I find it so fucking humorous, it also gets to be such a good foundation for the growth and the blooming season that I'm going through. I get to be a motherfucking beautiful, magical, divine fucking flower because of this horrible, traumatizing disaster story. And the best part? is I know I'm not alone. I'm not the only one that had a terrible first-time solo travel disaster. I'm not the only one that had a travel disaster to begin with. That's almost something that goes with traveling. Things go wrong, especially when you're in foreign countries. Things are bound to go wrong because it is such a learning curve and there's so many unpredictable things that you just don't know about until you experience it. And then being alone, too, is such a different experience than traveling with someone. And... Here's a reminder too that no matter what you're going through, you're not alone. No, someone may have not experienced the exact same thing that you're going through, but they have experienced something that has left them with very similar feelings, which is hopelessness, distraught, grief, sadness, anger, betrayal. That is common to the human species. Those emotions a lot of us have felt to a very intense depth. And a lot of us have overcome them as well and turned them into our comeback story. 
And so I have so much fucking faith in you that you can do the same. I have so much fucking faith that wherever you are, whatever point you are at in your life right now, that you can turn that the fuck around. That you can create something beautiful out of this fucking mess. Just like the lotus that grows out of muddy water. You get to bloom so fucking hard and magical out of that fucking shit water. And it may take time. And that's okay. That is why it is important to fill your soul with things that remind you, especially during the hard times, that you will make it the fuck through. And that is what I'm reminding you right now. No matter what you're going through, whether it's something that's just unpleasant or something that's really, really fucking traumatizing, I know that you can make it through. I know that your soul is so much stronger than you even have the capacity to understand right now. And I pray that you get to fully, fully step into the power of your soul. And I hope that you can be shown the steps through God, the universe, intelligent infinity, that energy that is out there that is bigger than us, but that we are a part of and made from. I hope that energy guides you. I hope that you're able to let it guide you. Yes, you have to do the work, but you don't have to do it alone. You get to have friends or family help you. You get to have guides and mentors and coaches and podcasts and books and all of these things. All of these things from humans get to guide you. That Okay, that wasn't really an English sentence there, but I think you know what I mean. And yeah, I kind of got distracted there because I got an intuitive hit. And so I want to share it with you guys because it's kind of relevant. I was talking about being guided and I think that this might guide you I have written down my long-term goal and I've asked myself questions that I reflect almost every day on and then I have a little prayer at the end and I'm going to share this with you my long-term goal right now is to be self-employed online with location and financial freedom and these are the questions that I ask myself to get myself centered and focused in this motherfucking energy of this goal Are you willing to sacrifice for this goal? Fuck yes. Are you willing to think, feel, act, and behave in ways that you haven't before? Fuck yes. Are you willing to break this goal down into small enough and achieve- Whoop. Let me restart that. Are you willing to break this goal down into small and achievable steps and write it the fuck down? Fuck yes, yes, yes. Are you ready to take risks, be bold and fierce, and overcome the doubts and fears, no matter how loud they get? Absolutely. Are you willing to focus consistently and clearly on your goal and take aligned action consistently? Yes. And then I have some keywords at the bottom of the whiteboard. Clear mind, focus, determination, aligned action, passion, integrity, love, bold risks plans steps goals these are all reminder words that help me get into the energy of what i want my long-term goal to be of what i want to come to fruition this these key words help me get really into that energy of achieving that goal that's the word i was looking for to achieve the goal i have these questions and i have these phrases and i have these keywords and then the prayer at the end is god I can't do this on my own. If this is your will, please show me the way. And it releases the energy and the thoughts that I have to do this alone, that I have to force something to happen. That prayer allows intelligent infinity, God, the universe, to work 
with me. It allows me to work with God instead of me trying to do it all on my own. Because honestly, I can't do this all on my own. Some of the things that have happened to me were not on my own. It was through God. It was through my faith. It was through the universe helping me and bringing the right person or the right event into my life. And me being open enough to experience it. And so I want to challenge you today. If you have a short-term or long-term goal that you really, really want to achieve, but you haven't really taken the steps or you're feeling a little out of alignment with it or you just want to get more focused and clear on it, write it the fuck down somewhere that you can see almost every day, if not every day, multiple times a day. Write it down. Be very clear and concise about what the fuck it is. Write yourself questions that help you reflect and get centered into the energy of achieving the goal write down keywords that you can repeat to yourself that you can memorize when you're going throughout the day you can be clear mind focus determination aligned action stuff that is easy and clear for you to repeat and then write down a prayer it doesn't have to be a prayer for god if you're not into that if you're not into the universe and god and intelligent infinity if you're just into your higher self write a prayer to your higher self write a prayer to yourself your future self whatever the fuck prayer doesn't have to be this religious thing it can be this soulful thing that is literally all about you too make this into your own but write it down where you can see it repeatedly because repetition reprograms the mind it is a scientific fact that repetition repro reprograms the mind. And so the more you repeat something, the more often that you do something, the more it rewires those neural pathways in your brains. That's how we create new habits is through repetition by doing it over and over and over and over again until it becomes an unconscious habit instead of a conscious thing that we are trying to turn into a habit. One day, all of this work that you're doing is going to just become a part of you instead of something that you have to consciously think about all the time. That is why we're doing the hard work for ourselves now. That is why our future selves are thanking us because we have rewired the brain to have all of these beautiful fucking habits. And it starts with the repetition. Doing it once a day, doing it a couple times a week, whatever. And then expand on that. The more that you build on the habit it just compounds. That might not be the right word, but it just, it's like exponential. You start to do something slowly and then it builds up and then it builds up and then it takes the fuck off. It's basically like rolling a fucking giant boulder up a mountain or a hill or whatever the fuck and rolling it up. And it takes so much effort and so, so, so much time. And again, so much effort. And when you get to the top, you're almost fucking like out of breath. It's like, holy fuck. And then you get to the top and the pendulum swings. Everything changes and you no longer have to push this huge boulder up consciously anymore. You get to let it go and it flies the fuck down with so much momentum and so much speed. It's a really good analogy, I think, anyways, for brain rewiring. You work so hard at the beginning. You put in so much time and effort, so much conscious time and effort. But at some point, that becomes unconscious. It becomes, well, a habit. That's what a habit is. You can do something without thinking about it. It just becomes a part of the way, comes up, <laughs> becomes a part of your life. It becomes the way of your life, a way of life. So I challenge you today to write all of your, your or one goal, focus on one very, very important goal 
and write it the fuck down and reread it and reread it. You could even record yourself saying it. That really helps to reprogramming your mind with your own fucking voice. We all, not we all, sorry. A lot of other fucking people love to listen to affirmations and I do too. And one of the most powerful things we can do is make our own affirmations with our own fucking voice. It reprograms the brain so fucking well. All right. Well, I feel just peachy about ending it here. And I just want to say that I am taking one-on-one coaching clients right now. If you feel called and you want to coach a mentor in the spiritual realm, then I'm your fucking gal. And spirituality isn't the only thing I cover when I coach. I touch on all aspects of your life, but with a sense of spirituality, with a sense of wholeness and holistic. Holisticness? I think that a lot of our problems actually stem from emotional, mental, and spiritual aspects. And that's what I focus on coaching. You want to lose weight or you want to have better eating habits or you want to exercise more. You want deeper relationships with people. I really think the first thing to do is actually to work on your mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects of yourself. And then focus on the relationships. Because as we're focusing, or relationships, weight loss, whatever... As we're focusing on the mental, emotional, and spiritual, the rest falls into place so much better, so much more aligned when we focus on those first. You can send me a message at the You're Not Fucked Podcast at gmail.com or on TikTok and Instagram at the You're Not Fucked Podcast. And just a reminder that you spell it exactly how it sounds, except no you in fuck. Take that you out and that's how you find me. I also am going to be having some other services and offers and some freebies soon. I keep fucking mentioning that, but I'm just getting really niche down and figuring out what the fuck I want and who the fuck I'm serving and what kind of energy I want to give out and what kind of energy I want to bring in. So keep an eye out for all of that exciting stuff coming up and let me know if you have any questions, concerns, thoughts, suggestions. I fucking love hearing from you guys. So please let me know. Have a great rest of your fucking day. It doesn't rain forever, nor is a pendulum's movement a straight line. Seasons change, pendulums swing, waves rise and fall. The point being is that the only consistency in life is change itself. So grab your surfboard and let's learn to ride this motherfucking wave together. Let's learn to radically fucking love ourselves rain or shine, baby. This is our fucking life and it's time to take it back.